The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Phoenix Soul is a boundary-pushing songwriter, MC, and producer hailing from Queens, New York, who's with us here. How are you today? I'm doing good. Good to have you. Good. Uh, thanks for having me, actually. Yeah. So your music is, of course, a fusion of hip-hop, rock, pop, and electronic elements. So right. what inspired you to blend these different genres together? Basically, music inspired me. Like I listen to all kinds of music, all different genres, actually. And uh, I mean, I started off just doing hip hop, to be honest with you. Uh, but then I kind of branched out into, you know, uh, experimented with other kinds of music. So, uh, yeah, just I would say music in general, just the kind of music that I, I listened to and I grew up listening to. It was just a blend of a lot of different styles. And growing up, you were exposed to a diverse range of musical styles, as you say. So how right. do you think this multicultural background influenced your tastes and ultimately shaped shape your kind of artistic identity right uh like i said it just being exposed to like different genres and just being open-minded about music because um you know like for example like lately i've been listening to some country music which i never did before and i'm really i'm enjoying that genre so like it's just being open-minded about listening to new music and new styles and just uh, acquiring a taste i guess for it and was there a specific moment or experience that you realized that rap and rock were your pillars of support during your transition to life in new york like i just like i've always just listened to those genres like mainly like so when i was uh you know when i was a kid it would be like you know the hip-hop scene and i would also like definitely like the rock scene as well and those two were like my main uh influences musically um and then like i said just as you keep growing and you meet people or you start experiencing different things all the kinds of music kind of like uh you know became like i guess a part of who i am and when you're working with such a diverse mix of styles how do you fit in to those different genres but still maintain a unique and consistent sound right so usually my approach to music like like when me and my producer his name is tony uh lewis tony t lewis shout outs to him he's from jersey high voltage music so we actually we just honestly it's just a matter of just putting our ideas together usually we just sit down and we're like okay he's like phoenix what kind of music or what kind of song you're into or you want to write and i will be like 
let's maybe let's let's do like a like a hip hop song or like let's do a dance song. So we just sit there and then we start with drums. So he's like, okay, let's build the drums first. So we start creating the drum pattern and all that stuff, and then we just keep adding to it like guitar, bass, keys, because he plays all kinds of different instruments, and I kind of have a lot of different ideas and melodies in my head. So I'll I'll just kind of direct him, and then he'll start like you know pulling out his guitar or playing something in the keyboard, and then we just tar- start building from that. In a world that's full of so many different musical trends, how do you ensure that your music stands out? I think it already does. <laughs> uh, it already does in that sense because it's it kind of like embraces a lot of different styles. But I guess you know there's a, there's great music out there. Uh, there's also just uh, a lot of music that sounds the same. So I really I'm not really just trying to be different just to be different. I think it just happens that I'm different. Um, and musically the same thing. Like I said, just blending my influences makes my music stand out like um whether it's like a blend of hip-hop with a little bit of rock or like a little bit of like e- like electronic with some hip-hop like i'll always put hip-hop in there just because that's my first love yeah uh, to me hip-hop will always be part of my music um but it'll just be you know company with different different genres and you've said before actually that walk this way by aerosmith and run right. dmc played right. a pivotal role in sparking your interest to challenge musical norms so right. how was it that that song impacted your early musical aspirations um just hearing that combination of rap and rock from like two amazing bands just like made me say like wow like you know, like people accept this kind of like, um, you know, uh, this kind of music together. Yeah. And it's possible to make it sound great and to be to have mass appeal. Um, so I think seeing that combination and seeing the possibilities of what could happen between rock and hip hop made me realize, whoa, I like I, re- I mean, I love both styles already. Uh, definitely incorporate it into what I want to do in the future. Of course as well, you're not just kind of a normal musician, of course, you're a producer and DJ as well. So how did collecting records and practicing the art of DJing? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Contribute to your growth as a musician overall. That was a major growth for me because like when I started collecting records, um, like I really, I wanted to be a DJ just because I was, you know, uh, like I said, it was hip hop again. I was just, I loved the the art form and uh, friends of mine who were in school with me, they they were DJs themselves. So I would be like, hey, can you teach me? Like, how do you do that? And whatever. And so they were very nice. Like they embraced me and they would take me to like the little shops in Queens where you would like go and dick for records. And they would be like, you have to get this and this and this. And I'll be like, what are these? Like, I never yeah. heard of this. They were like, that's a jazz record. This is like some old school, da, da, da. So I was like, that was to me, like a, that was school for me. Like I was learning about music. I could learn a lot about jazz records and like some of the old school, like R&B stuff that I had never like really listened to. But while trying to become a DJ or wanting to be a DJ, it was more like a school for me. Like, okay, whoa, like I never heard of this jazz stuff, but I like it. So I get how a lot of the hip hop producers were digging in the crates, grabbing drum drums from like records or like, you know, sampling like guitars from here. And it was incredible. So the whole process was just like a school for me. Um, You know, so that's when I wanted to become a DJ. I did DJ a little bit. I couldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm like a DJ DJ because I did it for a while before. Um, I kind of like don't do it anymore. Um, but like I said, it was just for me, it was a it was a thing of just trying to learn more about music and trying to be a DJ because that's what was like interested me at that time. And your debut EP, Fly Me to the Lunar, was released in 2004 and it received right. great reviews. So what was the creative process behind that project? So that is actually not a solo Phoenix Soul project. At that time, I I was uh, I was part of a electronic like an EDM drum and bass band. Uh, the name of the group was Swiss Modular, and it was like it was pretty funny how I got introduced to them. It was through a friend of mine who wasn't even in the band but knew the band members, and she knew that I did music and that I was into rap. And she was like, you know, they're looking for like somebody to come in and kind of like do some rap and be the MC, and it all kind of worked out. So um, I was with them for a while, and we released that EP in 2004. Which was really great. It, it did. Uh, it was pretty. Um, it was pretty well uh, accepted, and uh, you know, people in Brooklyn and Queens were, you know, were I guess warming up to it, and they welcomed it. And it was a, it was a pretty good uh, time for me. Uh, yeah. But like I said, it was uh, it was my uh, the, my first time my feet got wet into like performing and being with a band. So uh, it was great. Well, you're currently working on your debut solo album. So what right, can you right. tell us about this project? I have enough material to release an album right now. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out whether I want to keep releasing singles or do I want to just do an album already? Yeah. Um, uh, speaking to you know some people that I know in music, they're they're advising me that I should do singles for a little bit more. Uh, but eventually, I think an album would be ideal, just because it would be a compilation of a lot of the stuff that I already have released yeah. and haven't released. Because uh, there's a lot of songs that I haven't released yet as singles. So uh, that would be the next step, definitely an album. And is there anything else coming up after that that you're working? on maybe some singles that you can tell us about so i already have about two or three songs that are already entirely written i just have to like finish recording them and do yeah. videos for them because we do our i mean i we do our own videos too uh with tony my producer so we do the videos in-house as well so this is all done within the same studio so i have uh, my next single that's coming up it's called um carousel 
Ah. Uh, it's a it's a song. It's it's pretty personal. Uh, it's got a bit of a hip hop feel to it, and a little bit of uh, almost gospel. I want to say because I incorporated some uh, choir sample samples in that. Um, it's 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 out there. Like I mean, I, I guess you could say it's like an uh, an alternative hip hop track. But uh, you know, it's already done. It's finished. That's gonna be my next single. It should be out uh, released uh, worldwide digitally uh, in a couple of weeks. I got all my graphics done. The track is mixed and mastered. So we're just finalizing the video, and it will be uh, released in about two weeks. Excellent. And in the meantime, where are we able to find all your music that you've done so far and keep up to date with you? Right. So I do have a website. It's phoenixsoul.com, and that's where you're going to find a lot of my music, some stuff that's not released that is not on Spotify or anywhere out there. Uh, there's also merchandise there and just any updates as far as, like, uh, any shows that are coming up. So it's phoenixsoul.com. Uh, Excellent. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great having you here. Thank you, Toby. It was great, uh, great being here and, uh, you know, I uh, appreciate the time. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show.